0: Welcome to Multidimensional Mom, the podcast. I'm Stephanie Davenport, And I'm Sarah Malloy.
1: And if you're lost in the midst of momming or just the wild chaos of everyday life, we're here to help. Anything from momming to the
0: mystical, we've got you covered. Come along as my real life bestie and I explore all the different things about mom life, midlife, and the great beyond as we celebrate the elements that make us unique as moms and as women. Because you're multidimensional and we are too. We're going to discover our magic and help you embrace your own. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our party. It is girls and ghosts night here at Multidimensional Mom, and our Halloween special has its start because we have a few voices in the room. And we'd like to introduce them to you. Well, at least the physical ones. Yes,
1: yes. We're going to have
0: all kinds up in here. Hopefully. First of all, my co-host, you know her, you love her, Miss Sarah Malloy. That's me. This is Trisha. Trisha, say hello. Hello. This is Lauren. Lauren is not a mom, but she's my esthetician, and she's super spiritual. Lauren, say hello. Hello. Girls, did you invite your ghost to come tonight? We did. Okay. Absolutely. We're going to see who shows up. My sister should be coming as well. Her name is Sarah, and she will be here. Um, We have set our intention to speak to our spirit guides or spirits of lost loved ones to receive healing and helpful messages only. So we have set our intentions, don't worry, protected ourselves against anything lower level which isn't permitted here. No bullshit. No okay? bullshit. No Ouija. No bullshit. Mm-hmm. We just want the friendly ghost. Casper, yes, if you the will. The Caspers yeah. in our lives. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to get Shelby on here and uh, we'll be right back. Just before we get started here with the Girls and Ghosts special, I wanted to drop in and let you know that Shelby's truly amazing, and so some of the readings, of course, got really personal and a little bit private. So if some of the recording is a little bit choppy some things were edited just to protect the privacy of some of our guests. I wanted them to have the full experience without being worried that any personal details are going to be aired freely. So I wanted to make sure they were comfortable with everything that was said. So that would be why the edit is a little off at times. Plus, with uh, spirits and Zoom, some things just didn't record right. But I hope you enjoy. It's still an awesome recording, and we're so grateful that you're listening. Thanks. Well, we've introduced you to our voices in the room, but we have not yet introduced our special guest. Shelby Struther. Shelby is a talented astrologist, psychic medium, divine key priestess of the Sub-Rosa Society for the West Coast. I felt pulled to contact her when I heard her mentioned on another podcast. And since that time, we've been chatting, tick-tocking, channeling and texting, and she has become our resident psychic expert on the podcast. Today, we are going to do sort of what Shelby does in her lives on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow her there, by the way, at AwakeningAwen, A-W-E-N, on TikTok and Spiritually Sitting Pretty underscore on Instagram. If you hear our show today and want to book her for a reading, you can email CEO.AwakeningAwen at gmail.com or go to her linked tree on TikTok. Shelby, can you tell us a little bit about the services you offer? We're going to hit that straight out of the gate in case people want to reach you after listening.
2: Uh, hot witch shit. Just kidding. <laughs> what I offer is astrology, needle chart, life purposes. I like to find people into alignment. My big uh, caveat is taking people during their rebirth process, shaking them up, making them see themselves in the mirror, and then sending them out the door and letting them just fly like the beautiful
0: birds that they're meant to be. Oh, wow. Okay. So do you want to warm up with cards or how did you want to start tarot questions or claim your ghost? What are you, what are you shooting for tonight?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's warm up with some tarot. Oh, Why not? Yeah, tarot. Yeah. We'll yeah. have a good tarot time. I love a little tarot. Yes. So who wants to be my first victim?
0: Trisha. <laughs>
2: Trisha's ready. Trisha. I'm ready. Trisha, Trisha's got cool energy. Trisha, let me look at you for one moment. Let's relax. Close your eyes. Center is a green aura. She has a big heart chakra. She develops a lot of really, really cool energy. She always helps bring a lot of people who need a lot of healing to her, even if it's relationships that don't always work out for her, but it's good. She's in a weird developmental stage right now where she's kind of intrinsically learning how to be more optimistic. She's getting out of like the religious-y content and moving more into the spiritual content and starting to buy into it more and more. I think what I'm seeing with her more than anything is this deep need of self self-worth. Here is the need for service. I feel like you're going through a period where you've done the duty. You feel like you fulfilled yourself. However, where are you with your soul's mission? Do you even know what you're supposed to I be doing? I think so. I'm, I'm a teacher. It's my love. You're happy. Your soul's fulfilled every day. Burning sensation. You wake up and every day, you know exactly what you're doing because that's, that's a soul mission. You can never put it down. You never get tired by it. You're always driven to it. That's what you want to do. Perfect. Well, I see that right here. The next card showed teacher. So you cannot make that up. You saw me not touch the deck. There's a card teacher. We can confirm that right out the gate. Then we go down here for the wheel of fortune. This will be a very generous and great gift that you have that you will share with the world. Moving forward, you will find financial abundance and abundance within yourself and you'll be happier. Divine timing is delayed here because you're putting it off, putting it off. New beginnings come when you learn how to balance yourself and put yourself in check, but also give yourself what you deserve. And then finances will come into peak play, but energy is always in motion. So right now you're awakening to your truth and that is you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Boom. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, he just laid it all out
0: there.
2: <laughs> she was like, I thought she was just gonna tell me someone dead was around. Look, <laughs> <laughs> if you think that I haven't heard these scenarios in human realms multiple times over, please, my goodness. And also think about it this way: like I have heard everything from alive and dead people. So you're not gonna make me <laughs> <Yeah. it> uncomfortable. <laughs> You're just making yourself uncomfortable, but that's a part of facing yourself is facing your triggers, right? So, you know, if it, if it bothers you and there's a little bit of resistance and there's probably something to explore there. And I would, I would start with maybe giving yourself a little bit more credit and not allowing someone to ever have control or power over you because that's not an equal energy exchange and not to shamelessly plug, but Anatomy of the Spirit is a book written by Carolyn Mice, and she was an amazing intuitive in the 80s who used to go into hospitals, and she would teach people about how your energy and what you would tell other people creates the diseases in your body. And so a lot of women have been coming down with breast cancer over the last 20 to 30 years because we live in a, in a patriarchal society, and that comes from letting a man control or own you and not having freedom. But there's different things in this book that teach you that every time you allow someone to have energy over you, to harbor you, to tell you how you're going to feel, or if you're giving them all of your life force, there's actually a diagram in here that shows, look at that. Every time you give someone something, they're taking from your life source, years, time, essence of your body. And if you do not give back to yourself, ladies, what life will you have left? So I'm a big proponent. I'm very Lilith energy. I'm like, let's be strong, independent, bad witches. So for you, my left eye twitches, who's the man in your family that passed away? Uh, Vinny. Yeah. Nice hearty laugh. Yeah. Very at peace. He says, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you um, doing? His death anniversary is tomorrow. <gasps> yeah. And he's coming through very clearly right now. And he says, Thanks for remembering, but let's remember the good dates, not the death date. <laughs>
0: Thanks,
2: yeah. but- my what I like about his energy is he's like, what are you doing? Come on now. He used to be so fun and outgoing and free and like who is this girl we used to like sing these songs and go and get crazy something with field parties what is this thing with field parties did you guys used to like drink in the woods together or like sneak out with your like from your parents house to do bad things
1: oh Trisha. wow
2: <laughs> <laughs> did he do that was he fun and wild? i'm sure he did
0: <laughs> i'm sure i did. love
2: that he's coming through and he's just like i want to say the name bear i don't know why bear is coming through for me the nickname bear or like is a bear a symbol of like what he did? Like he performed like the best bear hugs, big bear, California. I don't know what this energy is, but something with bear is important to him.
0: So it's my, I, if it's who I think it is, it's Vinny, my brother-in-law and my um, husband is a huge bears fan. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah.
2: All right. I have clear audience. So I get different words. I'm not buoyant enough. So I have to kind of pick and choose. And then I mold the man. If it makes sense, kind of like make your own Barbie like remember when you yeah. put, like, put her clothes on that's how I work oh he says duh bears <laughs> yeah da there you go. I don't want yeah also that's-, that's cute um that's the yeah that's chi- yeah that's,
1: that's Chicago yeah that's
2: yeah he said he's like he's like uncultured swine like to me like <laughs> making a joke like have you never yeah. heard of a Chicago dog too like I, no <laughs> uh, is yeah. there a special hot dog you have out there Yes. <laughs> yes we're very okay Vinny. no ketchup uh, uh, what? why is the connection with his niece is that your child it's my daughter he was very close to her or like very much protective over her and he's like they grow up so fast <laughs> like, <laughs> i think he's like tell her to stop wearing so much damn makeup too like and i'm like stop <laughs> said, let her express herself Vinny. and he said no she's not no she's too no she's too pretty really did yeah First, uh, boyfriend? first boyfriend, first boyfriend, first serious like he goes, what a yutz! <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the guy?
0: But she has for my daughter. She does have this major crush right now, and he has a crush back.
1: Oh my gosh! And then <laughs> bed, lock her down. <laughs>
2: Okay. Yeah. He's showing me like cheerleading and he says you and her need to get back to it. So maybe like there's something shared there that's going to be passed on, or maybe you need to go and have fun again. But yeah, so that's a big message for you. Thank you. Yes. Right. yes. Welcome. Hopefully, that didn't terrify you. You volunteered first. So, no, I'm not
0: terrified. Yeah. No, <laughs> everybody is game for the yeah. ghost. Yeah. We're here for it.
2: Love yes. the ghost. Well, I'm glad that Vinny came through for you. And he's also saying um, you can have a cake if it's my birthday. Okay. Nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we just have some general questions first. I don't know how you want to take these on, but I think you'll tell us what your understanding of it is. When a spirit leaves a body, what happens at that moment?
2: Uh spirit leaves a the body, they're earthbound for 40 days. They get to walk around the earth and see their loved ones grieving. They can be in the rooms with them. That's typically when you start to feel their energy, if that makes sense, if you've ever had a loved one pass away. So an earthbound spirit walks around for 40 days. And then after 40 days, what happens? Well, they get the option. They can stay earthbound or they can just transition straight up. A lot of the time people like to stay earthbound because the ego in them that's still there wants to like see their funeral. Who showed up for me? Who watched me die? But then once you cross over, you're met immediately by an original soulmate. So the first person you see is maybe your deepest soulmate that if they've already crossed over or another soulmate from your soul family, once you get in there, you're going to go and they're going to take you through this beautiful little healing temple, your body and your spirit's going to start healing. And you're going to go through a life review. And during the life review, you're going to see a timeline of how you lived your life. And did you complete the contracts that you came here to complete? you'll go through that process. You'll decide if you want to heal. If you want to reincarnate, you'll decide if you want to rest and wait for the rest of your loved ones to meet you. Or maybe you just take a couple lifetimes off. You never come back to earth and you never come back to reincarnating until you decide you're ready to go back. But the higher self, once you get up there, you're like, Oh man, this is what it feels like to be weightless and have no human defects or any problems. I kind of miss the human experience. I miss the sex. I miss the food. I miss the feelings. And then when you're down here, you're like, this is hell. I don't want to What's the next question?
0: Is there a heaven? Is there a hell?
2: You're already in hell. Can't get any worse. You're the farthest dimension away from God that there is. I mean, it depends on what you practice and you preach. I mean, here's my thing. Christianity, it's a beautiful idea. I think that, you know, beautiful story. Love what you put down there. Jesus was totally real. Um, the guy in the, guy the whale. I would argue maybe a parable, but you know, here's the thing. We will never know the truth because everything has been manipulated so much over and over again for control purposes. That intuition is truly the best deciphering movement because it's just true God and source, right? My thing is I believe in God. I believe in source. I think Jesus and Buddha and all of those people walked the earth. I think they were beautiful enlightened beings who had a higher level consciousness than most of us have. I'm a master number 22. So for me, uh, there's master number 11, 22, and 33. And these master numbers are key enlightened souls that come here with all this ethereal knowledge. And each of them can just share common sense. Like things that we're supposed to know, they just speak organically. I feel like the Bible personally created heaven and hell for duality. Like how can we make people fear for their salvation? We got to create this image of this place that they're going to burn ethereally if they don't follow suit and to me if you look at the bible and the text of it i don't feel like all of it matches up because how many times was there like a king in england who wanted a divorce and just was like yo pope we need to like make sure that this is cool now well so now we can get a divorce and it's recognized before you know there's been so much we'll never know and that's the saddest part is we have these beautiful sacred texts and we and i try to find them actually with my career for a living so many burned in the library of Alexandria. So many are hidden from us. So much truth is missing that we really just have to go inwardly right now and prophesize our own new beginning. But hell no. Here's my argument. I think that even terrible people, if they murder or they kill, like let's say Adolf Hitler, for example, because he's like my image of the worst thing ever, right? He's still going to have to go back home. He has to answer for what he did. His karma might be, that in his next couple lifetimes, he gets murdered himself. He gets treated badly, or he has to be put through starvation, hunger, abuse because of the role he played. So for me, I'm more on a karmatic cycle where I believe that every soul inherently at its core is good. It comes from love, it comes from light. The human condition allows you to decide if you are going to stay good or bad. That's just where I stayed with it. But hell, Heaven and Hell, child's play.
0: Something bigger. Okay. Yeah. So let me ask you then about earthbound spirits. Is that a thing? Are they yeah. stuck here? Are they working through something? Why are they just hanging out on this level? Does that happen?
2: Uh, they don't want to cross back over. They don't want to reincarnate or they, they want to hang out with their family. I think a big thing for earthbound spirits is they feel like they want to be close. They want to They want to be able to walk day to day. They want to see the earth. It's up to them if they want to cross over. Sometimes, and it's very rare that I feel like earthbound spirits that come across are the ones that are like afraid to go to the light and get judged. They're like, I'm just going to hang in this in between. And so for the unfinished business, that could be like one aspect of it. But I think it's more like when the soul decides it wants to like transition fully, it it transitions on its own terms. Now, people with large ego, when they die, if they die in an extremely unfortunate way they're not ready to die. They still want to be around their things and their animals and their toys and their, and their money and their family. They don't want to cross over. And again, that's a lesson for them to learn, but that's just how I feel about earthbound spirits. I don't think that there's any evil spirits. Like people think there are, I think that there's duality to everything. So what you have in light, you have in dark. It doesn't mean that there's all these demons and negative entities running around. It means you feed it what it is. If you were a bad person, maybe this is a bad earthbound spirit with a little bit of anger and resentment or it's a uh, sensitivity, but it's up to you culturally what you want to decide.
1: Shelby, um, question about, I guess, spirits in general. How often do our loved ones come to visit us? Are there periods where they are not around? Are there times when they come around more often?
2: Uh, You better get ready. They're watching you all the time. They see you naked. They see you having sex. They see you doing it all. (laughs) (laughs) They're watching, grandma. (laughs) They're they're watching. Um, But the thing is, they can always contact you. It's dependent upon how you want to be contacted and how aware you are of the earthly realm, right? So, like, I'm a Pisces. I'm the last of the zodiac. I naturally just have this connection, right? Pisces, we're the lovers, we're the dreamers, we're the sufferers. You know, the cool thing is is like, I'm always hearing voices. I'm always like, God, I just have a day off, you know, wouldn't that be nice? And every now and then I get a human experience day where I get to be a person. It's very fun. (laughs)
0: do you know when those are coming or do they
2: just like hit you oh my god they like i it turns off and i'm just like it's kind of like if you've like ever like i don't know if you smoke weed or like if you like you know have a good glass of wine after being like with your kids all day and like the kids are asleep your husband's (laughs) leaving you alone it's the best chardonnay of your life and gray's anatomy's on (laughs) that's how it feels for me because like like i don't have to hear it i don't have to see it or sense it and i'm just like Oh, we're doing everything today. We're going to do it. <laughs> um, but you know, that's not what my soul came here to do. I'm supposed to be working. They just reward me every now and then with like a couple weeks off here and there. It's like a vacation time. <laughs> it's very nice. You
1: did your paid time off. Yeah, I wish more.
0: I would uh, be like, oh shit, I lost it. Is it coming back? Uh,
2: I got I got last week. I got paid time off. The TikTok banned me. So I literally right. had a TikTok. And I was asking my guides and I was like, why? And they were like, girl, you need to break. Like, you know, you're like going too hot and heavy. You're like blowing up the collective. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, just knowledge needs time. People need to sit with what you're teaching them. Because I'm teaching such a rapid course on my TikTok about ascension."
0: Do you want to tell people when you're doing that for when you're not banned? (laughs)
2: <laughs> thursdays at 2 30 uh pacific standard time i teach what's called intuition and psychic ability classes i teach sacred texts i teach you how to use your intuition i teach you how to become a psychic how to do your own tarot how to read your own astrology so you don't have to pay a person 300 dollars like you have to pay me to sit down with me and i just want to give everyone a, i want to be like a whistleblower i'm like robin hood i'm out here i'm just like stealing from the rich and i'm giving back to everybody else who can't find it on their own so that's the goal
0: awesome Okay. Do you want our two guest questions or do you want. Let's get these guest questions. Okay. This question is from Pam. Is there a particular loved one on the other side who has been instrumental in watching over our recent move? We've had a lot of hiccups, but each one has seemed blessed in some way, sometimes averting a disaster. So who's watching out for us and do they have a message for us in our new home moving forward?
2: I'm immediately seeing a grandma. And like she's like producing like the most beautiful golden color like this grandma coming through and she's just like I feel like she could have been like like low key maybe Italian but she speaks with her hands and she's like I got this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got this for you. And the cool thing is like, I'm just seeing like her big thing that she wants to reiterate to your family is now that you're moved in the the kitchen is the heart of the home. You have your meals together. You make your moments together. You make the food count because she goes, oh, full body chills, confirmation, Mm. giving me a hug. She said, thank you so much. I'm seeing like a wooden spoon. There's like a sauce. Like I feel like she made this sauce or pasta or dish. Maybe it could have been like a bolognese or it could have been like So it was just delicious, but she's just like, home is in the kitchen because you got to feed the hungry. You got to work through like, she's just like the the kitchen is everything. So make it, make it your sanctuary. Okay. grandma got you.
0: (laughs) Grandma's got Pam. We'll pass it on. She'll listen to this. Okay. Now a question from Catherine. Can you channel the spirit of an unborn child waiting to be conceived? If so, do mine have a message for me?
2: This is where it gets... Kind of cool, but also kind of unique. Yes and no. So here's um, I've never been pregnant before. I I've never been pregnant, but this is what I feel in my heart, in my gut, in my soul, and kind of like what my spiritual teachers taught me about pregnancy. Have you noticed that around four and a half, five months, you start to feel the energy of the baby? You start to like feel it more heavily. You start to go, oh, I feel like she's gonna be a she. Or he's going to be a he, and I feel like this it, the baby's going to be so wild or fun or free. So around that time frame, the spirit of the baby first actually enters. So what's growing in the body, in the human body, is just the embryo and this the human reality of the body. But the spirit doesn't come into the child until five months. And I feel like God does everything in fives, by the way, and we're going to get through that next conversation. So a baby around five months comes in, the spirit comes in and you start to feel it come alive more. You start to feel like you're becoming more attached to the child. You feel its energy and its essence. So beforehand, what happens is like God's giving you nature versus nurture. Well, one, will your body withstand this? You know, two, um, are you going to decide to go through with this decision? Three, is this in your karmic contract? Are you pregnant at the right time or is this not going to be a good thing for you miscarriages and things like that but then we talk about when the spirit comes in it's very overwhelming for the spirit when it comes into the birth canal with the mother at first so there are times while the woman is pregnant that the spirit will bounce in and out of the mother across the pregnancy that's why at times you're like i feel so connected you're like where's the baby then it comes back and right before birth the child makes the full commitment to come through the birth canal which is the portal between the realms and make its first breath and come into life so with the spirit babies it's difficult to say yes and no i have channeled miscarriages um i have channeled um a child children that have died you know very young babies infants i've also channeled people who are pregnant i'm like she's gonna be a hellion and then three years later they're like she's crazy. You were right. You know, like she's high energy. It's yes and no. But the thing with me is I have a code of ethics and my code of ethics does not do readings on illnesses. I do not do readings on pregnancies Mm -hmm. unless it's uh, one of those situations where they want to bring someone back like a loved one who crossed over. And I definitely don't do any kind of God-like work because I'm not God.
0: Well, we have all asked our dead people to come so okay, we just that. to make it a full party that's right
2: Is you are you ready for
1: your mother-in-law no oh, god <laughs> please not again Shelby.
2: Look! Here look here. at banjo banjo I know. look I... at him he's
1: ready he's like Mama, who we got coming through
2: he's so ge- he's he never acts this well so he's probably realizing he wants to be part of the girl he loves women he's a divine feminine energy in a man's body unfortunately oh, you are beautiful thank you for joining yes I love you are ah. He's a Leo rising,
1: so he loves compliments. <laughs> That's great. He's very handsome. I know. He's a Scorpio moon. Is he? What kind of puppy is he? Is he? A, he's a mix of something. Yeah. He's a cattle dog, Rhodesian Ridgeback. Oh, okay.
2: I don't. I don't even know like how I got this dog. Like a Tijuana just had like a random
0: perfect animal. So throw throw some stuff at me. What do we want to hear? We want to hear from know? our loved ones. I think still. Any ghosts hanging out tonight? We're here for it. Let's see. I love to watch you do this on TikTok. Just a quick plug. You guys have to follow her at Awakening Awen on TikTok because Shelby will get on there and she'll just start calling people out. And she's like, there is a male with black hair who drove a red truck and he wants me to play this song, Claim Your Ghost. And it is so, <laughs> It's I cannot stop watching when you're on.
2: I kind of like when uh, that last time that you were on there, the guy played... Uh... The that was so it was funny hilarious. you're like
0: i've never had somebody want to play this but does this make sense and they're like yes i like the ones that give like the funny like the funny hints where they're like
2: he had a juicy booty and so i had to be like okay this is awkward but his name was peaches and he had yeah booty. it was so funny let's see who i got coming through from the room i heard matt who's got matt who wants to what play does matt look like Matt, Matt's like, it's hard to see if it's like mid length hair or if it's hair going into a beard. Very, very, he was very chic, very chill, younger soul that died, of, like he died younger than he should have, Matt. Matt, anybody got a Matt? Anybody
1: got
0: a Matt? I don't know. You picked up on this on another on TikTok and I thought it was mine and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to take control of the Tac but I had a mat when I was younger and you were talking and you, you gave a few things that were like him, but I, I didn't want to jump at claiming my ghost. So I wonder if he's coming back. Cause I told him to, if it was him.
2: It might be because what I'm seeing is that like, he kind of had a crush on you.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: he was very, like very passionate about someone. And he's like, I just want to know, I just want to know that like, I watch after her. That's like, uh, I still look
0: out for her. What was your relationship like? I feel like you guys hung out a little bit. I mean, we hung out, we were very young and we went to grade school together and then he got sick and then we went to high school. Yeah, but like, you were like really nice to him when he was sick. Most like, you were like, he remembers you being someone who did that for him. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of friends going into high school and he was already sick, yeah. He says it's about 30 years too late to tell you thank you, but I wanted to say thank you. That's that true.
2: when I was dying, you were the only one who made me feel human. And it was very it was very nice to be able to have a pretty girl give me the time of day and make me feel like it was okay to be sick.
0: I always felt so bad I didn't answer his last phone call. I didn't know it was our last. He said I was calling to tell you I loved you. Oh God. It's okay though.
2: He said you got my message though. Yeah. He left you in voicemail.
0: No, I think he left it with, like, my dad or mom. <laughs> it was the 90s.
2: <laughs> on the kitchen phone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, Matt, Matt's just, I've been trying to get her this message. I just wanted her to know how grateful I was for her um being there when everything went to shit for me. And he's like, I'm just really good now, but I make sure to look after her. And there's, I don't want to make her cry, Matt. Come on now. Did you have a hard time getting pregnant with your second boy? No. Who's the I mean, I had a hard time being pregnant, not getting Okay, pregnant. Well, one of them was a, like a, a difficult pregnancy. And Matt, they were both pretty hard. Matt said that he, with the second one, sat by your bed the entire time you were like sick.
0: Oh my God. Well, I was sick for a long time. <laughs> but
2: he, oh. he said, I sat with that baby and I made sure that she got her blessing. Oh so he just wanted you to know. Oh, that's sweet.
0: Oh, that's nice. Why do some souls, I mean, I just feel bad. He, He was taken so young and he had leukemia and it was like out of nowhere and he was gone. Just, I always felt so unfair to him and his family.
2: But remember, suffering is to learn lessons. Like, so for me, like when I see those kind of circumstances happen, it is sad, but I look at it like, look at all the lives that that death inspired them to live their lives to their fullest. To live, the, those people typically figured out the meaning of life so much faster and so much more rapidly of the unconditional love vibration that's required because the only way off Earth is love, pure source love, right? You know, you can sit there and and bargain with God and be like, why did you do this to me? Why would you take this? But I look at it as he became an angel so much faster. He got to go home. He got. He didn't have to sit here with all the pain and the suffering. You know, yeah. there is a transition period that's unfortunate, but every time he interacted with a nurse you don't know if that nurse gained something from what he said every time you go down to the butterfly effect right so my mom would tell me about my brother who passed away before I was born and he was sick for a long time and she said he only lived for three years but when he died she got 250 letters from the hospital staff of everyone who worked around on him and how much that child who couldn't eat speak or talk inspired their medical careers because he was such a resilient fighter so like when you look at those kind of situations you have to kind of look at it with the lens of not everything is as bad as it seems even if it looks bad you know And, and and finding joy in the moments and that's why I tell women all the time especially with this anatomy of the spirit if you're if you're unhappy and you feel like you're being controlled your body's going to get sick and shut down because it doesn't want to be here anymore. It doesn't want to be the the spirit is meant to be free. It is meant to to be exuding love. It is meant to inspire. It is meant to be this beautiful, high-level energy, right? And so, like for me, I hope that with the time that I have here on earth, that I inspire people to to love themselves, you know, and like that's that then I then I did my job. Then I did my job, right? So for you what do you stand for? And that's what that sole purpose of like, why I love teaching on TikTok for free. Why do I love, you know, I make shit money doing what I do (laughs) for California, for California. I could be like way harder core and, and charge what I should charge for the knowledge I have, but that's not why I do it. I do it because I want people to come and I want them to find themselves because if I can just make a little ripple in a wave pond, you know what I mean? Like if I can just impact one life every day, then I am doing my mission and I'm doing my work because that person's going to inspire people by being happy and people go after what makes them happy and joyous. This is why these people covet celebrities. Oh, they look so fancy and happy. They're not. But when you see an actual happy person, like in this in the, in this, the supermarket and you're like, damn, she just hasn't, you know enough of those people will change the other people around them. So to stay with your suffering is beautiful, but it's not necessary. Okay. It it actually, it's the antithesis of why you're here. So you can't stop your life when sad things happen to you. Uh, People always tell me, I'm so sorry. You lost your mom six months ago. How are you functioning? And I'm like, because I'm at peace with it. She's not in pain. I don't have to feel responsible to take care of her. I don't have to deal with the, the relationship we had. And I get to live for her now, knowing that the beautiful things that she gave to me, she instilled in me. You know, I'm the only one in my friend group who's lost a parent at the age of 32. None of my friends or family have lost a parent yet because I'm a young, younger person who's lost their parent. Um, it doesn't mean I'm alone in the world, but it also doesn't mean I'm gonna sit down and let this devastate me. But what I'm saying is with grief and suffering, like with your situation with Matt, how could you be sad with all of those beautiful synchronicities? You have to look and listen for them.
0: No, and I'm not sad anymore at all about him. I just feel yeah. like it was unfair. He was such a beautiful soul and he was taken so early. I just know there's a purpose, but I think that. But I'm also thinking
2: like, like, I know you weren't so attached, but like, you know, for, for you over here, friend, you know what I mean? You're going through it and you lost it. But like, instead of being in the, in the depression of the tangibility of losing the human as a body, wait for her spirit to talk to you. Cause it's going to, and then you're going to know like, okay, I'm never going to be by myself. And then they, they never shut up by the way. Once they start talking, you're going to see him all the time let's else about second channel thank banjo i know it's mom <sighs> sorry it's mimi i know you don't like her either I mean, <laughs> but she's she's transformed now you have to give her a break she's in a different form He's she's like, like no well
1: you yeah. said that that happens i know when my mother-in-law came through i was like who is this person that's like meek and shy coming up to me that's not her but it
2: was I'm trying to channel, but you guys don't really have as many spirits as I feel like I should see for you all.
1: Interesting. We
2: already to your mother-in-law, so she doesn't really want to talk to you again. Although she does say she misses her son and wants to like if schedule a session. To,
1: if she wants to talk to me, I'm more,
0: honestly, the people that would come through for me, I feel like wouldn't if that makes sense but that was my question okay so we we have a couple that like we would just love to hear from that we asked to be here but we feel like they aren't the type that would do it right how can you You want permission well yeah i've seen you do i was gonna say i've seen you do this on tiktok where you're like i okay yeah let me get him and it's like you are calling to heaven and getting someone are you trying to talk to your dad sarah no no but there is a sarah who could talk to her dad yes (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Someone,
2: yeah. someone wants to talk to their dad really bad.
0: That's, That's probably we're, the two we're of sisters. You. Yeah. So Sarah's my sister, okay. and we lost our dad. What's
2: your dad's name? Richard. All right. Let's see. So, like, when I was shuffling, the first card that came up was the Queen of Pentacles, which means how is my wife? Okay. How is she That's, doing? What's up with mom? Was he into football and, like, fall and, like, like crockpot chili? Yeah. Yeah, he really is,
0: like, excited about the fall for crockpot chili. We are, too. Yeah, that's, like, very much us. I see, like, beers and koozies.
2: Someone is upset that they didn't get the goodbye that they were owed with him. Like, they didn't get there in time or didn't get to say it in person. And now they're, like, regretting it. And, like, he wants them to know that they're forgiven. It's Okay. And he's saying like that person who didn't make it, like they are, they have been beating themselves up since he died. And he wants them to know like they're, they're forgiven. I know he's a big guy, big energy, huh? He's sitting on my couch right now. He's cool. The hangman reverse. He wants one of you to wake up. He said, of well, y'all needs to wake the fuck up and get up. I feel like it's very protective over both of you, by the way
0: oh come on yeah you're seeing the shotguns yeah. i saw
2: guns but i thought he was just being
0: funny like i'm a cowboy no we didn't know he had guns until sarah started dating and then he started cleaning them in front of her Stop boyfriend it. my yeah. dad did
2: that oh, my on in no. a
1: lawn
0: chair yeah. no, like- the joke
1: oh yeah
2: where's my chair at <gasps>
1: in my basement
2: is that where it's supposed to be sarah I don't know, but I sit in it every once in a while. (laughs) It's very comfy. Christmas, you have like a big, you have a stocking. You're gonna still put up for him. He's like, we should. He's like, he's like, tell the kids I'm Santa
0: (laughs) because he he would have been. He would have been.
2: Well, he's he's saying no more suffering. I'm not in any pain, and I'm not in any like anguish. I am frustrated that you guys can't seem to get together with a good family joint thing. It's been a long time, and it feels like, you know, who's going to take the role and become the the leader in the community now for the group?
0: Does he have all of our dogs?
2: (laughs) Stop adopting animals.
0: (laughs) Can't handle anymore. Every time one goes, we're like, go to dad. And I just picture dad like, God damn it, Stephanie.
2: (laughs) He's got all the animals.
0: (laughs) Final message
2: is that you guys are coming to the end of all your burdens, but he wants you guys to come together to help each other out. He said, if I was there, I would be helping keep you guys together. You have to decide to make a, like a family group text and check in. And you need to do, he said, I want to see my girls get together once a month and, and sit down at a table and have dinner and love each other is he
0: gonna pay for it
2: (laughs) (laughs) he misses being immature and fun with you guys i think you guys played a lot of fun games in life together and he is just like my favorite memories are like hanging out with you guys when you were little i'm gonna recalibrate information sarah's gonna go in and study and i'm sending her a massive rebirth get ready Thank you for breaking away from the religion. Guess it didn't work out for you guys, is what he said.
0: <laughs> Guess that Catholicism Sorry. didn't. Pan out. Hey, Dad, why'd you pay for the Catholic school?
2: He literally said, "LOL." I thought I was doing the right thing.
0: Joker. That's about <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: he said, "Had I known, he's like you would have never." He's like, "I would have never thought this shit was real if I was oh, alive." Oh, exactly. <laughs>
1: Holy shit.
2: Hi, Dave. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's him being like.
2: This.
0: He's like you know it. What's with the grass? I feel like he always cut the grass. He yeah, is, the grass. that's how he got away from us. He lived and with mom. Yeah, three girls. <laughs> Who's cutting the grass now? Oh, can he cut my grass?
2: <laughs> Why do
0: I see a birdhouse?
2: Who's got the birdhouse in their backyard?
0: Well, he was really into birds and he caught me a bird once. Megan loves birds. And he said,
2: and I, I specifically heard, this does not mean go get a bird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Damn it.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: You know what, He we think he sends us birds too. Oh. He's
2: sending me out with this. bird beautiful what a time i need a name i'm starting to get to the fizzle yeah. part that's okay like, i, need, I need and if listen. you're fizzling that's no, okay do it. no i'll do it i just need a little help
1: okay the people that i'm hoping come through are likely extremely busy yeah do you know what you're
2: I mean? like really tra- okay i gotta be honest the one that you really want to talk to isn't even like i i don't want to say isn't even family Who correct is
1: this no his name is steve yeah okay was this your gay husband basically i don't know if he was gay nobody knew i heard gubby probably he never referred to himself as that but that would make sense i were like fake husband is what he said that's probably him okay let's see what i got let's see what i got okay
2: immediately i'm gonna start crying i already fucking know it you already you already knew this connection, but I don't want to disrespect your marriage.
1: <laughs> my marriage.
2: If I told you that Steve was your twin flame, would you believe me? Maybe. Did
0: you struggle with him?
1: Not at all.
2: But here's the thing: it's not all twins struggle. It's about bringing out the best and helping each other grow and
1: develop. For sure. Well, and here's what's really funny: so my husband is also Steve, and they would fight over who got to be my husband every time we were all together. Okay, so the card
2: I got was like the lovers, which shows me he was designed as the other half of your soul. Interesting. Like he was a part of your soul soul system. And remember how I talked about when you cross over, your first true original soulmate will meet you when you when it's time. Sure. So it's going to be Steve for you. I could see that actually. Does it doesn't mean that he was like not all twins have to be romantic. People always get it no. wrong.
1: Not it, at all.
2: You literally, understood each other. You understood telepathically. You would just feel each other's energy. You would just know like what each other needed. But also, the way he died was a karmic soul contract for you specifically to learn love and the value of love. Like his exit taught you like the value of life. For some reason, this like death really impacted you. It did. He's like, I'm really good. I'm comfy. I'm good because I see that he put up a valiant fight. I think he always showed you his good side, yes, he but did. I think it was a lot of sadness. Correct. He didn't make the right choice in his life, and that took his life. What was that? What took his
1: life? We're not sure. A lot of, um, he had pulmonary yeah. stuff going on.
2: I immediately heard that there was a blockage.
1: Probably. More than likely.
2: Was he married? No. Who was the woman in his life that he was like, his mother? Uh, Maybe his best friend there's a woman that is left out in the cold from this very sad about it yeah he was a very powerful energy he just changed rooms when he walked into it he was just very very happy beautiful person unfortunate for the timing of his death because it was around the time that you guys were supposed to be celebrating something there was like a joyous energy but he died Uh, died died on it
1: two days before his birthday yeah
2: he said what a gift it was very cute he said she would have never guessed, though. I just loved her.
1: No, not even a little bit. The reason
2: I know that is because this Ace of Cups says that's, like, yeah. all my love to her. I, I would give it to her tenfold over and over and over and over and over again. Sure. Just because he was respectful and didn't cross those lines. And the Soulmate Twin Flame card came out, which shows me you guys have had many lifetimes together where you have been like his like- soul in many 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 lifetimes so it was probably when you met each other it felt very familiar very organic it was rapid friendship yeah and he got promoted after this lifetime to a guardian angel so he doesn't have it doesn't shock me even a little bit he, he's an he's an angel and he gets to be a spirit guide he says what a
1: he said what a promotion <laughs> That's something he would say. He was a teacher in this life. So it wouldn't surprise me that he's a teacher in the next. He's looking out for you and he'll always love you. And he says, she'll see me again and she'll figure it out when she wakes up. Way to be vague.
2: It's, he said It's no coincidence that you married a Steve and my name was
1: Steve. Think about it. I think he would say that. Yeah, of course he would. Of course he would. Well, they always said they battled between whether they were Steve number one or Steve number two. That was always their joke. And he would take me out and say, Tonight I'm Steve number one. Are you trying to get pregnant again? Girl, no. No, but it's funny you say this. Go on. Careful. (laughs) Is he saying the flowers are on the tree?
2: He's He's saying you guys get frisky. You might be having a little Steve number three. (laughs) That would be a miracle of miracles, but Careful. Okay. Or he's gonna send you a different blessing. But the Empress means you're fertile. It means you're 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 creative, you're fertile, you're you could get pregnant within the month when the
1: Empress comes out it means your eggs are popping, Lego my ego. Is he okay with what I uh what I handled for him? His money. His money, his house, his everything.
2: No judgment. Oh fear, you did the right thing. Okay. He says, I know what you did. You did good. He said, None of that okay. shit matters anyway. Does he have no. a sister? What's that? Does he have a sister? A uh, brother. There's some. There's something that he regrets not telling his sibling. And I thought he was saying she was a sister, or maybe sissy. He was like saying sissy, like I'm a sissy. I didn't say it to them. I never came out and said what I needed to say because the devil cards, like I kept my my secrets to myself. I didn't. But this was like it would have freed his soul. He had yeah, it yeah, made him feel better about himself if he could have been honest with who he was. I I've often thought that but now he feels like he can be himself and he's authentic and he's back to his pure state form so he's like I'm not sad I just wish that I could have done that and had the courage
1: yeah that doesn't surprise me and I wish he would have too
2: he said emotional loss he's fun though he's
0: a lot of fun so
2: do we have any more questions I'd love to finish the questions
0: so I wanted to ask what are some messages that you just feel like people need to hear right now? You've said the collective is moving in a very certain way. I've heard that from multiple psychics. So is there any message you want to leave our listeners with about just kind of how things are moving and going right now? Let's see.
2: Fear is an illusion. And right now, the earth is trying to vibrate at this frequency of unconditional love. So when we vibrate at love, love is just the purest rawest form of, of everything, right? You know, that's when you feel elated. That's when you feel like you're in a movie. That's when you feel like you're very content and happy, but There are certain energies that are on the world that don't want us to feel love. And this is where we talk about that hell dynamic, right? You know, like control and fear. And this comes into those people who have a lot of power because power is knowledge, but it's also how you exemplify it. You recognize that I'm a very powerful being, but I luckily choose my, my power for good. Not every individual does the same thing in this lifetime. There are people who have a lot of money and power at the top of these things that have the same gifts that I do, but they use them for manipulation and fear to be able to feed off of other people's needs. Your reality is what you feed it. Okay. And the collective, if you're looking to be afraid of something, you will stay in fear. Okay. You have to just live your life. You got to stop reading. You got to stop staying on the news. The news is manipulated, it's controlled. You got to stop being on TikTok 24 seven. You got to get back in nature. You got to get barefoot. You got to reconnect to the basics. Think about, you guys are the multidimensional mom podcast. Watch your children when they're little. They're so free and they're so happy and they have all this energy and they like auras are just glowing and you feel like they just have so much innocence and youth because that's how we're supposed to be even in our 30s and 40s. You have to get past this objectivity and objectivity is what closes your third eye. When you're passing judgment and you have fear and you're looking at things with gossip and bad intent and who's above you and who's below you with ego, you keep your third eye closed. You're not able to see the bigger picture, right? And so the bigger picture is go back to being a child. You know what I mean? Like I do weird shit and people stare at me all the time. They're literally like... (laughs) Everyone should be in the moment and be present. And I think what we're missing so much is kindness, not passing judgment, living in a constant state of fear or worry. Lack mentality is such a scarcity mindset. There's never enough time. There's never enough money. There's never enough this. There's never, there's always enough. The problem is you have limited yourself now by saying there's not enough means that you don't feel worthy enough to accept it. And people say, Oh, that's easier said than done. You don't have to worry about your bills. No, no, no. I used to be in the same boat as you. I don't make a lot of money, but I'm abundant as fuck. I live in California. And the more and more I'm in alignment with my soul's destiny, my human design plan, all of these things, that's when my clients start coming out. That's when I'm booking $700 events. But the moment I start going, Oh, <gasps> I'm afraid, I'm fearful. That's when God takes it away from me. Because if you're not open to receiving, which is a divine feminine energy, by the way, divine masculine says, I got to go hunt and find it. I got to go get this. I got to, if you're always in a masculine energy, you're always attaching to a scarcity mindset, always attaching to a protection mindset that you're not able to be open to receiving. So the collective right now, I think that they need to hear like, I don't give a fuck if the economy blows up. I don't care if I can't own a home in 10 years. I don't care if you're telling me this is the worst inflation America's seen and there's a war in Ukraine and all these horrible things and maybe the, the, the I don't care because I'm focused in my reality. I am doing something to offset that. I am not starting a war with my neighbor. I'm being kind to everyone who walks on the street. If I don't have enough money, I'm doing barters and trades with other people. Today my hairstylist is like, "Oh my gosh, my friend could really use a reading and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get my hair touched up. Let's just trade. Going back to those old school ways of helping each other out. Like you've got to trade, I've got a trade. Let's trade together. I'm going to bring her clarity. You're going to keep my hair looking good. You know, the earth is gross. We're not taking care of it. We're not respecting it. We're using all these single use plastics. I've gone to one water bottle. You know, I can only be one example, but I'm just saying the collective, if they could just wake up and they could just like plant some fucking trees. Put their ass in grass. Be a little happier, a little kinder. And we're starting to see it already. We're, we, And, you know, the last 20 years, this new generation and my generation, the the, the millennials, we're, we're over it. We're, fuck, we're tired. We're hungry. Our parents fucked up. Their parents really
1: fucked up.
2: You know, you guys, I'm not going to have social security. I could sit here and be in this negative feedback loop of what I didn't get or what I was denied. Or I can say, I'm going to take all of that. Big middle finger to everyone who gave it to me. And then I'm going to rebuild society. So right now we're coming into, we just got in in March of this year. We finally get into the age of Aquarius that you've been hearing in music. And what comes after the age of Aquarius? After Gen Z, which is the age of Sagittarius, comes your children, which are the age of Capricorn. And the Capricorns get shit done they build they're going to rebuild society we're going to be everything you think you know by the way it will not be here in 10 years i've already prophesized what the world's going to be like in 10 years And if you want to know stop being attached to anything that you think is your reality because it will not be here in 10 years
0: it will not so is covid a wake up or is it kind of a uh foreshadowing of more things to come like it christ consciousness
2: is what woke people up during COVID. Okay. People were starting to be withdrawn. They had to go home. They had to go within and they had to face their own reality. They had to get their intuition back. So many people came out so spiritual, so attuned, so against fear mongering when COVID happened because it made people have to go within God literally shut the world down to make people find him because we were running, we were running, we were running, we were running. Why did all these people die? Why did all these things have to happen? Well, we just talked about suffering. We just talked about lessons. We just talked about how in the Bible, if you read revelations, one third of the world will be wiped out and I will reclaim it. And we will birth a new earth that all of this stuff happened and now we're on this spiritual trend people are getting back to eating right we're getting back to healing the earth even if it's just a little bit think about how life was before covid and think about how much it changed after covid you know maybe i'm on a maybe like you guys are like thinking i'm like like a little out of out of reach with that but like i stand by how i feel i think covid yeah. was the reawakening
0: oh i see it as an awakening for sure yeah yeah absolutely Okay. If people want to book with Shelby, you can contact her through her link tree on TikTok. Or what is your website, Shelby?
2: www.keepmystery.com. But you can also just email me because I'm old school.
0: Go to our show notes. We'll put her email there as well as her website, keepmystery.com. And your October special is what, one forty four forty four. Yeah,
2: I'll roll it over until November for these podcast listeners. So it is a 46-page needle chart PDF. It is your birth chart, an hour and a half session with me with tarot and mediumship for 30 minutes at the end. And then it also includes a forecast of your astrology for the next six months of what to expect about your healing journey as you go along. And shadow work journal for 21 days so bada bing bada
0: boom (laughs) do it perfect all right Shelby we love you you're amazing we're always always just in awe of your gifts and we thank you for sharing them with us and our listeners check the show notes for Shelby's contact and thank you we love you thank you you bye